Okay, here's the um, first three blot of sukkah. The Mishnah tells us numerous halachas about the kashras of a sukkah, the tired and 20 amas, it's puzzle. The Hidu said it's kosher. And everyone agrees that if it's not 10 tzvachim high, if it doesn't have three walls, or if it's more salat and shade, then it's puzzle. The Gemara brings down the Mishnah in Erebin regarding an, a mavoi. So that it's an alleyway, you have the kaira, the beam going across, that it also, we have the same disputes whether kosher if it's higher than 20 amas or not. Gemara asks why the difference of language of saying telling us how to fix it and why not. And the Gemara says either because one's the rice, so the rice, so we can say it's possible, um, or because there's just more issues we're discussing in here, so we just want to choose the shorter version. The Gemara that brings down three sources in the Pesukim for how we know that a circuit that's higher than 20 amas would be possible. Either because they have to know if it's higher than 20 amas, they won't know, they won't be able to see it with their eyes, um, just naturally seeing it. Reb says, because the Pasuk said that the sukkah has to be tzel, the sukkah is referring to the schach, but if it's higher than 20 amas, the walls are giving the tzel, not the sukkah, and, and the difference between that and Ashtar's Kanaim the valley is because if you take away the valley, the mountains, you'll have a sukkah which is giving a shade. Then Rava says, because the Pasuk says the sukkah is supposed to be for seven days, it has to be a temporary structure, meaning it has to be something which is a height which is generally able to be built uh, temporary. The Gemara then says that everyone didn't say like Rava, who said Laman Yedu, because that's for future generations, not actually when you're sitting in the sukkah. Reb Zera, also that Pasuk is referring to Lamaisa Mashiach, I'm referring to the sukkah, Reb Zera retorts back that it should have said Bechopatil itself, as it says in the previous Pasuk. Um, but the fact that it says sukkah, it's telling us both of them. And like Rava of the Keva, one of the, so one of the other opinions agree to him because of the Kash of Abaye of the mountain, the, uh, the uh, sukkah in the valley. Then we bring down different members uh, in the name of Rav. And we're trying to fit them with the opinions from Beis Amaral. First members of Yeshi in the name of Rav, the Machlekes, the Chacham, and of Yehuda, is only when the walls don't reach the Schach. But if the walls reach the Schach, even if it's higher than 20 Amis, it's going to be kosher according to everyone. Or says that's according to, that's like uh, Rava, that is because of of the eye seeing it. If it's reaching the Schach, it will see it. Your eyes will follow up. The next member of, in the name of Rav is from Avhuna, says the Machleg is only when it's not 4x4 four four Amis, but if it's more than 4x4 four four Amis, even if it's higher than 20 Amis, it's going to be kosher. The Gemara says, who must that be going? Like Rav Zero, who said about the shade coming only from the walls and not from the schach. And as we pointed out and discussed, that it's, uh, it's relative to how high it is, how wide it is, that's how high it could be. Meaning, just, you get, just because you get you know, 4.1 Amis by 4.1 Amis doesn't mean you could now go and make a 100 Amma high sukkah. Then the last one was Rev Avira, Rev Chanan Barab, in the name of Rav, that the Machlekes is only when it's Machzekes, Reshari, Veruv, Mishulchanai, 7 by 7, but if it's more than that, it's going to be kosher. We said that doesn't fit according to any shita because it wouldn't make a difference to kosher. The Gemara said, the Gemara wanted to say that Rav Yoshia and was arguing on Rav Huna and Rav Chanan Barab because they're giving a shear in the size of the sukkah, and he's saying, no, it doesn't make a difference in the actual size. It just depends on the walls. Um, and that, that's understandable. The question is, if, if Rav Huna and Rav Chana Barava, are they arguing, really the point of their machlaikas is how small the smallest sukkah can be, and the result is only what comes out. We said, no, everyone really agrees that 7x7 seven seven is kosher. The machlaikas is, do we say anything more than 7x7 seven seven 
is going to be kosher even higher than 20 amis, or up to 20, up to 4 by 4 that's a machalikas, but bigger than 4 by 4 that's when it's going to be kosher, according to everyone. The Gemara that has a kasha on these shittas, and the shittas that say it's a small sukkah, from the story of Hilni Hamalka and Rabbi Yehuda, who wanted to prove from Hilni Hamalka that higher than 20 amis is kosher. So the bottom line is, the Gemara says... Okay, it was back and forth and why they're, what the machlekes was, that it's only the Rabbanon, the Chi of Chinuch. Bottom line is, the Gemara says, if we say that the machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chacham is by a sukkah, that the walls don't reach the sukkah, the schach, so that makes sense. Because, um, the, it's normal for a queen to have a sukkah that the walls don't reach the schach. But if we're talking about Small sukkahs, queens don't have small sukkahs, so the Gemara said, we're talking, the final terrace was, we're talking about, um, basically there was Kitani Yeshava, there was a small sukkah, that was the minimum shear, whatever that shear was, 4 by 4, 7 by 7, and then there was a bigger sukkah, and the Machalikas is whether the children, or Higiyah Lechinach, if they were sitting with her, or they were sitting on the bigger sukkah. Okay, then the Rav Shmuel Yitzchak says, the halach is that it has to be able to contain Rosh Hashanah, which is, Seven by seven. So he said, "Who are you going like Bishamik?" Because who? So he said, "Yes, I'm going like Bishamik. Who else am I going like?" Because Beis Hillel actually says that it's only it's enough to have Rishon Berurah and Nachal Chanim. So the Gemara wants to know how do you know that they're really arguing about that? Maybe they're only arguing about the Shiloh, whether there's a Gzera that you're going to get drawn after your table if you're sitting on the edge of the Sukkah. So then the Gemara brings down two Mishnayas, or a Mishnah with two different Diyukim, and the bottom line is that we come out with that, there's Machalikas by both of them, both by um, Sukkah Ketana, and by a Sukkah that's on the on the mouth of a house, meaning on the tables in the house, whether we're concerned that maybe you're going to get drawn after the table and go into the Sukkah. That brings us down to the bottom of Gimel and Aleph. We have a Brisa, then we want to know who is this Brisa, Bryce says basically a house that doesn't have 4x4 four four is probably from Mezuzah, from Micah, it's not Betamin Nagoim, meaning to get Nigei Batim. Um, it's not Nechlap Batei which means that Batei after a year, um, you're not able to redeem it. Um, only the first year you're allowed to. This is not considered Batei doesn't get stuck in there in the sale. And if a person built it, he doesn't go back near Archei Amalchama from the front lines. You cannot, he's not mechuyiv to uh, get involved or to participate in the Eruv. And if he doesn't, meaning it's not going to mess it up for everyone else, um, he doesn't have to get involved in the Shittu of if that's the only house in the courtyard. You're not allowed to put the Eruv in there because it's not considered a bias. And you don't make it an Ivor, then is an extension of two cities, meaning if it's 70, if it's 141 Amis altogether, 141 and a, and a third, Meaning it's 70 plus and 70 plus um, between the cities till this house, and if it's a regular house, it will extend it that the tchum only starts after the next city. But if it's only this house that's less than 4 by 4 it's not going to be an extender to the tchum. So Gemara wants to say that it's only the Rebbe who says that a sukkah has to be 4 by 4 but according to the Chacham that say even less than 4 by 4 is kosher, so then then the Tchar this mission says, Go, they came and the Gemara says, No. Because the Chacham only say with regard to Sukkah, that's a dearest Arai. But this is a bias, that has to be a dearest Kev, unless the poor, poor, even the Rabban Ramoida, that it's not considered a bias. Then the Gemara goes, um, shows the Makaris for all of these halachas, either because it says bias in the Pasuk, or uh, the reason why you can't put an Erev in there and everything like that, you can't put the Shitov in there, is because it's not Chazil Adiro, 
which means it's not fit to be a house, and therefore you have to put it in a house, because the point of an Eruv is that everyone is living in that house. If it's not fit for living, so that's it. Um, and she took from a voice, you could put in there, after the Gemara goes back and forth, but explaining the Mishnah is because um, the the uh, the bayis that doesn't have dalad al dalad is not worse than the actual airspace of the chutzar itself. Um, and the Gemara explains the reason why you don't make an extension is because it's not even like a borgenin, which is like a hunter's hut or something like that, because that is fit, which would work, meaning a hunter's hut would make an extension that is fit. For its usage, this is not fit for its usage, meaning its usage is a house, and it's not fit for that. Then the Gemara explains what does it mean that the brother and partners don't split it up. What we mean is not with regard to din chalukah, forcing a, a splitting of it, but rather it's referring to that when a person, when they're splitting a courtyard, usually you look at, you have basically, but you're looking at how many doorways there are that lead into the courtyard, and then you either divide it proportionally based on the amount of doorways to each um, of the people that are dividing it out, or you give four by four, um, you know, four amas out and the width of that door from each doorway, and then you divide the rest of the chatzar equally. But either, whichever way it is, the bottom line is we're no, we do not give chashivas to this doorway, to this house, to uh, count it as a house. Um, to split it up in that way. Then the Gemara gives, on the bottom of Gemara Bays, two Dalad Amad Aleph gives different examples. If you have a sukkah that's higher than 20 Amis, and you wanted to um, make it sh- uh, less, smaller, shorter, um, you put pillows and blankets, mattresses, that's not considered a mute, because you're going to take it away. And even if I was Mavatalid there, it's Babladaita, it's a Kaladam, we say it's not considered a Bittal. But if you put um, straw and you mevatel it there, it's bottle and it makes the airspace less, so it's kosher. In Kolshkeg, if you put dirt there and you mevatel it, that for sure it's bottle and it's considered less than 20 amas. With regard to uh, straw, that I'm just not planning on taking it away, but I wasn't mevatel it there, or offer, that we have no idea if I'm planning on taking it away or not. I didn't say I am, I didn't say I'm not. That's a machalik, it's based on the Arbonon, and we show that machalik from the Mishnah, in Ohalois, with regard to a house that was filled with straw or stones, regarding whether the the uh, there will be Tomas Oihel in there, meaning to say, Tomas Oihel means that there's at least an airspace of a tefach above a uh, mace, or a kazais of a mace, and the entire area, the whole house, anything under that roof, is going to be Tomei. But if the room is filled with stones, let's say, and there's no tefach, so then there's no Tumas Oyal for the rest of the house, for anything else that's in there, because there's everything, the whole house is filled. But if I'm planning on taking it away, so then um, the house is going to, we look at it and we consider it as if it's taken away already, and therefore it's going to be Tame um, because of Tumas Oyal. So you start from the whether certain things are considered taken away, they're not considered taken away, it's the same idea of heaven, or offer that's Aslafanaisa, Enos Lafanaisa, and Tavan Stab. Okay, then we have a bunch of cases continuing with this theme. I have a sukkah that's higher than 20 yamas, and hutsin, which are like branches of schach, are, are coming into the 20 yama airspace. So if the lower part on their own would provide more shade than sunlight, then it's kosher, because we look at the top part as above 20 yamas as if it's not there, and we're good to go. We have a kosher sukkah, but if not, it's going to be possible. 
the, the, in the opposite case, if it's a sukkah that's only 10 tzvachim high, and I have these things coming in, so Abaye wanted to say that as long as the lower part that's coming into the 10 tzvachim airspace would only give off more sunlight, would only give off, would give off, would produce more sunlight than shade, meaning less, would produce less shade, make more sunlight come through, then it should be kosher. So Rabbi said to him, no, even though in logic you're correct, there's another issue over here that it's a didra surcha, it's a, it's a uh, squashed or uncomfortable dira, and a person doesn't live there, and therefore it's a separate soul. It's a shayla as we discussed, whether it's the rice or the rabbanon. Fine. Now, if I build a sukkah at 20 amas, the, the Gemara says, and I built an itztaba, which is a platform, in the middle opposite the, the back wall, and again, these pictures over here are aerial view pictures. So if it has a, a 7 by 7 in that place of the itztaba, the sukkah is going to be kosher. If I built it on the side, so then I, since it's only a three-walled sukkah, so I have a problem. I have to make sure that I can connect the third wall on the left to the itztaba. So if there's less than four amas between the itztaba, the platform, and the third wall on the left, then it's going to be kosher because of akuma, we bend the wall. However, you learn that. Either you move the wall over, you make the schach part of the wall, um, and it's going to be kosher. If it's four, four amas, then it's possible. We have another mission. So the Gemara says, "What's the what's the chiddush that we say that in Akuma? We have a mission already that tells me that a house that got broken in, broken the roof got broken into, or got a hole in the roof, and you put schach there. So it depends if it's four amas or less than four amas. So we see already that there's a concept of Devin Akuma in the Mishnah. Why do I need the Gemara to tell me? So the Gemara answers, "No, I would have thought over there the house, the wall of the house is considered a kosher wall. Over here." And that's maybe why we say Devin Akuma. Mashiach over here, the wall is 20 amas. So how do you know that you're allowed to say Devin Akuma to kasher the wall? Kamashal and the Gemara that you're allowed to. Fine. That is the terrace. As long as it's a wall, even though it's a, a puzzle, a wall, I can still say Devin Akuma. Then we have another shtickle in the Gemara that says if I have a higher than 20 amas and I built the the platform smack dab in the middle of the sukkah, so then we'll say Devin Akuma in all directions. The Gemara asks, what's the Havim? I just learned it. The Gemara says, I would have thought you don't say such Devin Akuma in all four directions, Kamash you do. Meaning, such a Devin Akuma when all four walls are not kosher walls. Because the house also may have been um, on the uh, on the side, or could have been in the middle, and it, we still said it from all four sides. That's how I believe we spoke up from the article there then. Fine. Okay, then we have at the bottom of Dalad Aleph, I have a sukkah that's less than 10 tzvachim, and I dig out a ditch in the middle of the sukkah to uh, complete it, to make it 10 tzvachim high. So the Gemara says, as long as it's less than 3 tzvachim, if it's 3 tzvachim from the, if the 3 tzvachim, if the ditch, excuse me, is 3 tzvachim or more away from the edge of the wall, then it's going to be possible. If it's less than 3 tzvachim, it's kosher. So the Gemara asks, why in one place do we say 4 amas, in one place we say 3 tzvachim? The Gemara says, because over here, you're trying to make it into a wall, meaning halachically, if it's not ten tzvachim, it's not a wall. So in order to make it into a wall, I could only say the concept of lavud. Daifin akuma is only said on a daifin. It's only said on a wall. If it's not a wall. There's no daifin to say daifin akuma. Okay, if it's not, the Gemara continues, if it's higher than 20 amas, and I built a pillar in the middle that's ten tzvachim high, and it's seven by seven, so Abayu wanted to say that we should say guratzek mechitza, which means schlep up the sides of the of the, wall, of the sides of the pillar to make it a mechitza. 
And Rabbi said, we can't say that because like you have to have recognizable mechitzes. And these are not, because it's just a pillar. You don't see them as a wall. A wall, you could do it. If there was, if one end, if there was an indentation, you could go up. This is just a flat surface. We can't say that over here. Um, we have a brysa that says if you implanted four pillar, four um, cylinders, rather, and you put tzchach on top of them, so Rabbi Yaakov said it's kosher, and the Chum says it's possible. So now we have machlekes. What, what is this machlekes? We have machlekes of Huna and the Rab, um, Rab Nachman. Where are the Rabbi Yaakov and the Chacham arguing? They're talking about where I put and I implanted these cylinders on the edge of the roof, so I'm trying to use Gerasik from the house. Or are we talking about that you implanted this on the ground, wherever it is, and um, the question only is if the cylinders in each corner can constitute a wall. So Rav Huna says the Machlech is only on the edge of the roof, and the Machlech is about Gerasik Mechitza, but in the middle of the roof, everyone holds it. Also, Nachman says, no, the Machlech is in the middle of the roof. So Gemara says, well, what do you mean, Rav Nachman? Machlech is only in the middle of the roof, but on the edge of the roof, everyone holds it's kosher because of Gerasik, or in both places, the Machlech and we have a Teku. Then we ask Akasha from a Braisa, which Lahedya says that you put the, you implanted these cylinders on the um, ground. Now the ground is like the middle of the roof because there's no walls to bring up, and yet there's a machlekas. So it's a tiyufton of Huna <coughs> with regard to that. And then the Gemara says maybe we should say it's a tiyufton of Huna with regard to the other thing also. That in other words, maybe all when is there a machlekas that's only in the middle of the roof, but on the edge of the roof, everyone agrees it's kosher. So it's going to be a tiyufton of Huna on two accounts, both in the fact that he said there's no machlekas in the middle of the roof. Everyone holds its fossil. We see here there is in fact a machlekas in the middle of the roof. On the ground, same thing. And with regard to the fact that he said this machlekas on the edge of the roof, no. Maybe there's takin no machlekas at all. The Gemara says, no, really the machlekas is by both. I said, so why don't we choose Ba'aretz specifically? We should have just said it in Jenem Why don't we give that case specifically? Isn't it to teach us on the edge of the roof everyone holds it's going to be kosher? No, we wanted to bring out Rabbi Yaakov's Chiddush, the Heter, that even there it's going to be kosher. The Gemara brings that a Brisa then further explaining Rabbi Yaakov Shita that you could use these cylinders as long as I could etch out. Kol she'ilu, if I have a circle on each thing, kol she'ilu yechakku v'yechalku. I could etch away, I could chisel out and divide up those things to make it basically like a an, an, uh, tefach by a tefach on each corner, then it's going to be kosher because Rabbi Yaakov used to say that the yum de sukkah is a tefach. The halacha of the yumar, which we'll get to Hashem soon, is about by Pasi Biroy, if you have it on the Zion of a base, the, that if I, I have an Amma by an Amma on each corner, I'm allowed to make that into a Rishus HaYochid. So with regard to Sukkah, Rabbi Yaakov holds that a Tefach by a Tefach is enough um, to make the Yum de Sukkah, to make it like there's four walls in all directions, and the Chachamim say no, it has to be two kosher walls and the third one as a Tefach.